We are back in Chateau Gwen, episode 34, second episode of 2019. Uh, Last episode had a lot of hot takes. Don't at me. (laughs) By the way, don't at me. If you don't agree, I don't really care. So we're just going to get into it. You know, Gwen, this is Gwen's world. I don't care. So we have... I don't know. I don't, I don't care. It doesn't matter. Social, you know. So, we have Tiff and Slim back. Hey! And uh, if you don't know who they are, then you need to check out my episodes from last year. Okay? So, here we go. Episode 34. We want to continue because actually, Miss Slim asked a question about Mr. Cory Booker. Yeah. When, in the last episode. So, I had said... <laughs> this is so fucked up. But I said, look, R. Kelly needs to do some damage control. And about, big, full disclosure, I'm not an R. Kelly fan, all right? But I'm just saying this is what people do. I said, instead of having some 22-year-old girls talking to, to Gail King, he needs to have a grown-ass woman as his girlfriend. I said, get him a, a beard like Cory Booker always does when something important comes up. And then Miss Slim asked me, why am I saying that? So, Tiff, you want to yes. say something? No, I just said I've always heard that he had beards and was not ever into women in really? real life. Me but too. because of his political aspirations, you know, that's why he was hanging around with Gail and stuff like that. Exactly. So I've always I heard he was vegan. Yeah, he did become vegan. Oh. Yeah, but he wasn't always vegan. Because to lose weight he did. So he what does vegan have to do anything? Yeah. Remember my rule about oysters? Yes. I remember, like, men should like oysters because that shows that they like to eat the kitty cat. That's right. I remember that. That's right. So, ta-da! What does vegan have to I don't know. But what's the connection with vegan, though? He's not eating fish. So, that probably means he doesn't like eating... Okay, well, shellfish and an oyster is very specific. Yeah. Because oyster has a particular look. Okay. Um, I feel. (laughs) I feel. Yeah. So, okay... All right, let's get off of his dietary. Let's get over his dietary, yeah. you know, preferences. Um, I, you know, he's never been in a long. For, okay, we got to be careful about this because first of all, we in a long term relationship. We got to be careful because yeah. I don't want people to be like, "When you, your single last forever, single. That's what about true. you?" I'm like, okay, that's not my situation. So, and nothing's wrong if he listen. I always want people to live their truth, and I want you to come right. all the way out the closet, and not because anything's wrong. With um, well, no, I think it's bad to be deceptive. Yes, we had your episode about yeah. that. Right? So, so you know, I'm like, mm-hmm, yeah, I think you need to come out your closet to live your truth because you are, it's, unless the world, unless the girl knows and she's like in it with you and it's, it's a relationship of convenience. But if this woman is under impression that this is something that's going to be lasting and it's actually real, but you're only doing this for optics because you need to advance your career, then this is wrong. That's silly though. Why? Because we had Obama like up the game and be the first gay black president. That's a lot. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. That's that's a lot. No, 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 no. Let's not make it. Okay, you should, you're living in New York. Don't think about New York. Think about America and globally. Oh. Yeah, and think about globally. Representing America in other places. It's oh. yeah. It's not that it, you can't know. We haven't had a single president. Period. So to go from like an unmarried president. To a black, a, a black another gay black man. gay man is a big that's deal. a huge jump. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm trying to think of where I heard that that he um I can't even I've know. heard just all over yeah, the Yeah, I feel like around, yeah. Just around do you don't think it's some old woman who's like, Oh, he never brings the girl home. Mm-hmm. No, no, because I feel like I heard but, okay. a person that was reliable. You guys said 
basically we're not ready for a gay black president. Mm-hmm. Would somebody in the LGBT community believe that? I don't give a fuck what they believe. They also probably didn't think that <laughs> Trump was going to win and look where we are. So actually, I don't give a fuck what anybody believes because Gwen told you and Gwen told y'all Trump was going to win last time. Gwen telling you today, March 9th, that he's going to win the second time. Oh, and that's that. Now, so, now you put your listen, out on the air. Now listen, I don't want it. I don't want it. But Gwen can only speak the truth. And the so I, let's talk about it because I had Kamala Harris as the right. next person to talk about regarding her blackness and people questioning it. But but, okay, if you if Cory Booker was gay, yeah, and you every, every everybody finds out everything about you, mm-hmm. you think he would take that risk? Because they would find out anyway if he is gay. Like he maybe come, he's been very discreet. It would come to light. You can't hide anything nowadays. Well, look, he was what was he in New Jersey? Mayor, mayor. governor, mayor. He was mayor of Newark, and then yeah. but he's not the governor. No. What's he doing? Senator. Yeah, senator. Yes, that's what yeah. he's doing. Yeah. Senator. Yes, he's like, senator. I was like, what's he doing? So he's mayor of Newark, and now he's senator. Um, people have hidden a lot for a long time. So I'm not going to put anything past it. You know, time, things come out. Maybe this has to come out yeah. right now. And especially if he, say, and, I, and I, I, don't, I don't know, but I'm speculating. What if he's with someone who is married, right? And someone yeah. who has a lot to lose as well. Mm-hmm. Then it'll be much easier to cover up. The problem happens when you date a fucking bartender, like then of course they don't have anything right. they're gonna yeah. they're gonna out you. But if he's staying tight and he's with people who have a lot to lose themselves, then it's much easier to keep the secret. So I just don't know if you can keep secrets in twenty nineteen. You can. I, I actually agree that you can. I I do think we can. So anyway, so that's the thing about him. And so is he gonna make president? No. I don't think so. No. Come on, you have a weird speech impediment. I don't know enough Sorry. people that even like want him to be. No, senator. Yeah, people barely want you to be a senator. <laughs> and you I'm should not saying, like, like really, I don't yeah. know. Who do y'all want for the Democratic candidate? <sighs> no one good is so No, I don't want like Okay, no yeah, one's come out. yeah, we have to read more time. I mean, I at least more time because she did a lot in the Senate, but. We need definitely not a fan of Bernie. People hate what I'm gonna say. Oh, girl! And they're like, "That's the problem. Black people don't know how to dream. Black people, y'all got a foot on your neck, and y'all just keeping your head down and don't see nothing." Okay, listen. We need a white man on the ticket. We need a white man on the ticket because <laughs> see, you're a realist. I am, and y'all need to understand yeah. about Gwen. Yeah. Gwen can only be pragmatic about shit. Yeah. And I'm like, I've, I've, and I've told. Tiff this that I play to win. Like I only yeah. play to win. I'm not here to fucking play on the fucking principle. I'm here to fucking win. And if I'm trying to win, your competitor is Trumpito, okay? It's the Cheeto, okay? It's 45. He came in with a New York attitude right. talking mass slick to yeah. everybody. Yeah, and he to took win. them one by one talking mass shit. What's her name? Clinton. She was trying to take the higher road, but she had no personality. She had no charisma. Right. Da, da, da. You need somebody who's going to clown the shit out of him and make him look stupid. Yeah. And they're going to be like, oh, like a fight. Yeah, and they're yeah. going to be like, oh, shit, I want that. You want because you are going against this bravado. And if you think like being distinguished, da, 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 yeah, that is not going matter. to win. You know who could have done it? It was Al Franken. Because he's a comedian. And the comedian would have to, no, it's true. Because they got the shots. Well, someone else. With the glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got the yeah, 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 yeah. I liked him actually. See, someone's yeah. going to have to come with Al Franken, a real charisma. Also, 
someone very good looking. Because this is the thing, people are superficial. Yeah. Obama is a good looking man. Okay. No, 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 no. But he wasn't running against nobody good looking. He didn't have any good looking competition. Okay. Bill Clinton, when he first came out, I remember my like I was young elementary school teacher. She's like, I met him. He had the bluest eyes. I remember that. All right. So um, they did Marco Rubio run. As a Republican candidate when they first came out? That last name gonna get him no place. I'm okay. sorry. Okay. okay. As much as they want him to do that, that last All name right. not gonna get All him right. no place. So they be like, did he cross the border? <laughs> what happened? We let him yeah, in? I don't think he's cute. If I'm thinking of well, if you think if the whole everybody was safe, Marco Rubio is probably the better looking now. What is that young Kennedy boys? Um, oh, with the red hair? I know who you're talking about, but he might be a little too. Oh, young. I love him. Every time he speaks, I'm like, yes. I'm okay. Take over the world. Can we talk about that AOC woman then? Okay, we going there. Yeah. Ocasio Cortez. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not a fan. I I talked to her yesterday about to somebody a mutual person that both of you guys know from the BX. Um. So I, I'll tell you this: Gwen's mom hates her. <laughs> like my okay. mom. Okay. Really? My mom. My mom okay. says okay. that the girl doesn't know what she's talking about. Okay. That she's coming in not listening. And my mom just feels like everything she's saying cannot work, and she's just young and stupid. Yeah, <laughs> my she, mom just thinks she that sounds she's young like and a stupid. typical millennial. Um, I don't know about that. I, I think well, a few things. I've heard people on the on the social media say, "Why are we saying she's a Bronx representative?" Because apparently, the rumor on the street is that she grew up in Yorktown Heights. She mm-hmm. did. That's so, what I heard too. So if that's the case, then she is. Very fraudulent because yeah. Yorktown Heights and the BX are two different places. Okay, Absolutely. so she grew up with privilege, um, which I can see. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm gonna y'all yeah, like what? So, uh, Deez and Mira, one of my favorite podcasts. Love. I think they, we've talked about this. Yes, they have a new show on Showtime. I only saw the first episode. I didn't get to watch the next two, but she was on the first episode, and they went to visit her in DC. And, you know, they're very Bronx, two yes. Bronx dudes, and they joke a lot. And they brought her, um, like, the whole rack of, like, plantain chips. Oh, like, <laughs> just, the just, yellow like, and green. Yes, yes. Oh, just, I love those. And I was just, and, and she looked so, like, ooh, like, what's this? Like, she looked a little, like, she tried to play it off, but she didn't. I was like, oh, you're not from the Bronx. Yeah, you're not. You're, I love not, those. you're not yeah. from the Bronx, yeah. and I don't see no rice and beans on you, okay? So, <laughs> I feel like she was a person who was kind of privileged, but she is a person, you know, a woman of color. Then she was like, and she said it herself. She's like, she got incensed. You know, she really decided to become politically active after she saw Trump getting okay. you know, involved. So it's like, let me go down there and let me, you know, she owns a condo in the Bronx. Um, and I don't know how she owns a condo when she was a bartender. So yeah. I don't know how that works, but I'm going to leave your finances out. My, you know, I don't not talk about other people's money. I think I read somewhere mm-hmm. that, and money was being funneled to like her something or another. I I gotta read up. I don't know, that. right? Some of this stuff doesn't add up all the way. Right. Yeah, and, and she's so, no mother Teresa. But this is my thing. Yeah. The only reason she's getting attention because she's attractive, right? And this comes back to the attractive thing that we just talked about right. with the presidency. She's a young, slim. Latina, but she's not very dark. You know, she's still fair skinned. Yeah. She's wearing red lipstick, so she's it reminds palatable. me. Of, she's yeah, polished. she's yeah, she's palatable. I say, yeah. you know, she's wearing red lipstick. Reminds me of you know, what's that thing? West Side Story. Okay, so <laughs> they are able to digest her. Yeah. Right. She's yeah. but I don't know if she has. And actually, I'm going to bring it yeah. to the Amazon thing. I want to bring it to this because I want to talk to you about <laughs> uh, the Amazon thing. 
how do you feel about, you know, because so because someone was like, oh, she's the reason why Amazon didn't come to New York. And I'm like, she can't, she, this little girl is not that important. It's not her. It's not her. But how do you feel as New Yorkers about Amazon pulling out? As a, as a Queens resident. Right. I want to know how you thought about that. I was relieved they pulled out. You were? Yeah. I was so worried about my rent. So worried. Really? Yeah. I was, I was worried. But you didn't think you might get a new job making more money? Not, no. I don't know how to code. It's not only coders who work there. They don't need shoe people. <laughs> <laughs> they, need shoe. they don't need shoe people. Well, you saw people, okay. Um, yeah, no, for real. Like, I, you see my neighborhood. Yeah. It's a working class community. Yeah. You think the people in my neighborhood know how to code and get a job at Amazon? It's not only coding. Well, okay, I know a lot of people who work at Amazon. It's not just coding. But um, it's not just coding. Okay. I know so one thing. The people I work with, they can't get a job at Amazon. Okay. And I'm one of the few people who can write a formal sentence at my company. So, wow. Got yeah. it. Okay. All right. So I was, I was like, oh, so no, you were happy. As a I was happy. Okay. Tiff, what did you think? I was not happy because I was trying to go to Amazon. I was like, is that? No, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm out. Yes, yes, yes. Girl, I was like, like y'all fucked up my bag. I'm y'all like, fucked up I'm my bag. I'm like, I'm like, Long Island City. No, yes, I'm I'm trying to raise my rent. I said, I was trying to raise your rent. And I was like, y'all really played me and I don't like this. So I'll yeah. tell you why. And my parents and I talked about that. So this is the thing. The rent thing is a real issue, right. right? It's a real issue. It's just an issue in New York, period. Okay. It's just a rent, an issue in New York, period, where New York has become a city of transplants because a lot of the people who are here cannot afford it. Right. right? So that's just an ongoing thing for the last 25 years, period. Amazon coming would have impacted that mm-hmm. but it also would have brought so much revenue and job opportunity that i don't like from a financial perspective and an advantage and especially for new york which has a hard time competing with silicon valley right i think it was a positive i do think that the government a contingent factor which de blasio oh. should have should have said is that look we need to do something with the housing so that it can only not, you know, there's a scale, right? Yeah. It can only not, it can't be increased past like 1% every five years. Like yeah. there should have been a stipulation about the housing. Right. I believe that. And if that were taken care of, I don't have any problem. I just felt like Queens locals would have been left behind. Mm-hmm. Um, but first of all, let's hold on. Let's keep it. Let's keep it funky about Long Island City. Long Island City is right, hella gentrified. It's hella gentrified. But I'm, I was worried that gentrification would bleed over into my hood, right? Heights, which is not. Which I mean, parts of it's gentrified, and then parts. But gentrification is also kind of inevitable in New York. Yeah, yeah. So like. Amazon coming, it doesn't mean... And by the way, those people probably would want to live in Manhattan. They probably may not want to live in Queens. Right? It's well, going to be both. Well, we it's about, in Manhattan. But we, we could say that about Brooklyn. Probably but it depends. That's true. But it depends on the caliber of the jobs. Like, it, this isn't like an Amazon warehouse. Like, these are like the corporate jobs. Right. So, these are going to be a certain level. A lot of them six figures and above. Like, they can afford to live in Manhattan. Or I heard, I heard a lot of it would be like Long Island... Connecticut, not necessarily Queens, because it's like right, yeah, they can afford they can afford to live other places. So it so I I just think that the 
mayor just needed to have a stipulation, which they can do because I own a property not here. And there is a, there is, I get a rent control form every year saying that you cannot raise the rent above a certain amount, blah, blah, blah. So it's not New York city, you know, cause rent control in New York is sweet in Manhattan. It's a different thing, but it's, I have a rent control form. I have to fill out every year proving that I am not raising the rent above a certain amount. So I feel like that is something that easily, cause it's something that's done. And I know it's done because I'm literally a landlord who has to make sure that I do not raise my rent over a certain mm-hmm. amount because there's like a, there's a, you know, a level, like a, what you, a threshold. Why couldn't we have done that? If they had done that, I don't see, I mean, I feel like we are not looking at things through an economic lens. People are doing things through an emotional oh, lens. Absolutely. And, you know, if we think long-term, especially we think about how, you know, people used to have jobs at factories and they don't have them anymore. And it's automation, blah, blah. We need jobs. Americans right. need jobs. And someone here is bringing you fucking jobs. And we're like, ah, no, but, this is crazy. But Americans need to be properly trained for those jobs. Well, some of those jobs are never going to have because a machine made it because the robot took your job. Yeah, but we need to know how to program the robot. But only one person needs to program the robot, not yeah, the 500 people on the need, line. But I don't see, as Americans, we need to do a better job of fixing our skill set. Some of y'all need to become, I've said this before, needs to become plumbers. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Trade. Some of y'all need to do, get a trade. Yeah. That's the problem. We don't have enough good trades people. That's a, that's, that's a, a huge issue we well, have. I was seriously like, I need to learn how to code. I need to take a code class. Like right. I was like, really like, I yeah. have to do something. Yeah. 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 So, so I mean, I, AOC, I think, you know, all of this stuff, you know, she's a socialist. Da, da, da. I mean, yeah, 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 girl. But I, you know, I think it could, remember we had a little conversation out there about how white people are afraid to like distinguish against all the brown people. Yes. I feel like white people are afraid to call, like, especially the progressive ones or the liberals, mm-hmm. to call her out on her shit. I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that's a lot of that. Yeah. So yeah. that's the thing. So. Yeah. I mean, she wants to get rid of ICE. I'm like, I know all these white people are not cool with getting rid of ICE. Right. Come on now. Right. Somebody um, say something. Is there an adult in the room? I mean, what I want to say is, <laughs> I know, you know, I my intention is not to be shady a lot of times. I need to just say that, okay? <laughs> but what I want to say is she's full of shit because she's Puerto Rican and you don't have to, you don't have these problems, girl. Right. You don't even have these problems. So you're talking all this shit about da da da. Is you talking a dream because you know it's never going to happen right. and it's never going to impact your family. So you're exactly, you're so not, thank you. You're full of shit. It doesn't come to your front door. Right. Your family all has American passports. So you can actually suck my dick from the back because you're lying. Right. And so I feel like there's a, She's not. She there's something. There's something disingenuous about her sometimes. Exactly. Yeah. But why? Why is nobody like a liberal or a Democrat who's not needs to call her out on her shit? Because, as I said before in our earlier conversation, white people are afraid to talk to black and brown people. They're like, am I racist? Do I feel racist? I feel. <laughs> like, like they feel like being calling racist is worse than actually being a racist. Yeah. Person. It's like, cut me the iron. You're bullying me. <laughs> so it's like. Y'all need to chill. Yeah, Y'all need to chill. Facts are facts. Facts are facts. And I'm not buying what But I know, I know. But uh, what I'm saying is, listen, I'm not, now, don't say Gwen, no. Don't say Gwen gave you a pass because the problem is that I'm going to tell you to speak up and you're probably going to fuck it up. We've already seen this happen. Okay? Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is this. Try to be authentic. However you would speak and treat a white person, speak and treat a person of color the same way. All right. 
be sensitive, right? Mm-hmm. So be considerate, like, okay, am I saying something that's appropriate, blah, 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 but don't over-rotate, right? So AOC clearly needs some coaching. She needs a reality check. And you can't just be like, well, she's Puerto Rican, she's Latina, so I can't say anything like Call her on her shit. Yeah. You know, and y'all won't do it. And she's saying nonsense half the time. Well, yeah. Okay, how many people think, like, I, I think everybody's afraid to sit, call her out on her shit, but how many people are maybe actually thinking us? Like us. So maybe she won't get anywhere in the long run. I mean, she's cute. I feel like she's the golden child. She's a golden girl right now. So, well, but, 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 but I'm saying behind closed doors and people are like, ooh, that woman, ugh, she gives me it. Stomachache, but out in public, they're like, oh, yeah, I love her. I love, like, she wants the green deal and all this stuff. Well, listen, I think everything is, I liken everything to relationships, right? So everything is forming, storming, and norming, right? So right now they're forming, and it's like the honeymoon phase, right? So mm-hmm. everyone's like, mm-hmm. you're the best, you're the best, you bro, you finally black. You know, everybody, right? Because right? they all got these, you know, new people of color in. Because did you see that the one, who's the one who wears the hijab? Oh, the Muslim. She, she talked what about... She talked about Obama yesterday, well, and I was she like... Went, she went after Israel, or, like, people's allegiance to Israel. And then she went after Obama, and I was like, oh, what no. I was oh, like, girl, no. you're doing too much. <laughs> you're doing somebody? Cut that mic right now. <laughs> what did she say? She said that he was, um like, an assassin with a pretty face. Like, yeah, she he, was... She's like, he did nothing. He's just He was just cute. Yeah, she was like, he's just attractive, okay. but he was the same with the... I was like, girl, somebody will cut your yeah, mic right now. now. Yeah. I was like, on the Israel thing, I was like, okay, she's Muslim. I know they, right. like, their divide runs beef. deep. Yeah, beef. But then she wondered, I was like, the Obama thing, I was like, girl. She's like, don't come over here. Yeah. Listen. Don't do that. But she's just looking like a crazy person. Well, some people well, online, I saw the, like, it was New York Post I saw it on, and they're like, that's the first smart thing she's ever said. Oh, <laughs> that's right. it. Of course. And I'm oh. like, you know what, girl, 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 do not get your invitation to the cookout revoked, okay? Because you're doing a lot. Don't make me slip some fucking pork into your food, okay? <laughs> you are doing too much. Well, they're all brand new, too. I mean... We would do a better job, yeah. the three of us. <laughs> but not 15. Exactly. Right. But it goes All back right. to, like, you You talk about, like, knowing how to play the system. Yeah. 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 These, yeah. I think they need to take a course from you. Because, right. obviously. You're right. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Because Nancy I'm like, Pelosi knows what she's doing. I know. She knows the game. She knows the right. game. That's why yeah. I knew she was going to get it passed and we didn't have to worry about Cheeto with all the government yeah. shutdown. I knew she because right. she knows the game. Yeah. She mm-hmm. held her shit down yes. with the wall. She knew. She yeah. knows the game. These people, these girls, these well, I'm not gonna say just women. I never shouldn't call them girls, but these new folks are really coming I in here, it, yeah. acting brand new. And I'm like, girl, you th- what? Oh, by who? But they are brand new. I mean, think about how long Pelosi has been in that in that room. But, but you know better than to say shame that. On, shame on us for not. But we should elect people who are more savvy. Like, yeah, I want to elect people. But who how would we have known she would have said that? That's true. I, I don't know. How would you have known she would have said that? I don't know. Right. I don't know. How would we have known? But I, I want somebody who can work with the Republican and yeah. get stuff done. And That's hard, though. That's hard. Is it? They're still behind Trump. I mean, at any point, you would think they would be like, okay, look, this is going crazy. Let's work with the Democrats and get this moving. They're not. They're still holding across party lines. Mm-hmm. So I can't expect someone to go in there and work with them because the Republicans 
have not let common sense or the good of the country right. dictate their behavior or change their behavior. They're just solely going well, across I, I just don't party think lines. The Democrats should lose their common sense, but we're going to lose it with this. I, I don't want to, if I, I don't want to remark on, I need to know the Muslim woman's name because I don't want to come off as saying anything derogatory. I mean, I called her the woman in the hijab. I don't okay. remember her. Um, so she and AOC got to go. I'm not saying that. I think they need to be mentored. Um, I think they need to be mentored. Yeah, but they look like these young people who aren't going to listen to what the older crowd has to say anyway. Because they think they know everything. Well, they're going to get their asses handed to them at some point, And they'll have to, you know, lick their wounds. Maybe I need Auntie Maxine to sit down. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, she deleted it. Ilhan Omar. Okay. Ilhan Omar? Okay. Yeah, Ilhan. So, Senator Omar. Yeah, so she on Saturday delete, deleted a controversial tweet accusing Politico of distorting statements she'd made in an interview. The tweet asserted her remarks mocking former Barack, President Barack Obama as a pretty face and saying he was little better than President Trump had been wow. taken out of context. Wow. Um, no. Por qué? Right. Um, okay, that's why in Spanish? So it looks like yesterday, Rep. Ilhan Omar on Friday tried to walk back her explosive criticism of former President Obama in an interview published earlier in the day, claiming that her words were distorted. Um, She's she's saying, I'm an Obama fan, blah, blah, blah. In the interview, Omar rips Obama, mocking the ex-president's pretty face and dismissing his agenda of hope and change as an illusion. She cited the caging of kids at the Mexican border and the armed droning of countries around the world on Obama's watch and argued that he wasn't much dis- different from President Trump. These are all in quotations, by the way. So these are like exact quotes. Yeah, um, everybody says they distort everything. Yeah. So she's yeah. like, she's like, we can't be only upset with, with Trump. His policies are bad, but many of the people who came before him also had really bad policies. The freshman firebrand told the outlet in a clear knock at the first African-American president. Okay. They they just were more polished than he was. Mm. Okay. And that's not what we should be looking for anymore. We don't want anybody to get away with murder because they are polished. We want to recognize the actual policies that are behind the pretty face and the smile. Uh, Listen, girl. Her spin wasn't don't good. get yeah. dragged. Don't get that hijab ripped off. Okay? Talking about snatching the wig. Don't get that snatch. <laughs> don't get that hijab snatched. You better be very careful talking about Mr. President Barack Obama. Obama's not the president anymore. Like I know, but she's saying on. no, but she knows yeah. she was talking about Trump and then making yeah, a parallel like, saying um, you know, he's not that bad. He can't be he's not the only one. Look uh, at the last okay, pretty face yeah. one and a smile. Okay. She called him a big bubble with a smile. Rude. Yeah, okay. So she ain't gonna make it. <laughs> <laughs> she won't make it second term. She ain't gonna make it. Um, she's not I would have it more if she was like, I say what yeah, I say. That's what I'm you saying. saying. Well, she needs to be careful because, first of all, these right-wing conservatives are already just going to be discriminatory towards you because you're Muslim. Right. Right? And you're black. And then you're also going to disenfranchise black people because yeah. we're not going to take it. Yeah. So. We're not coming to the cookout with that. Yeah. Exactly. So no. I don't know who that was for because... she's Michigan. I think so. Yeah, so she's she's out. So I mean, who? Detroit. We all know Detroit. Right. 
Oh, was she? Wait, was she Illinois or was she Michigan? Hold on. She's Michigan, and you turn out those Detroit voters. One term, baby. And blank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, ugh. She got girl. to go. She got to go. She oh, Minnesota. It. it says Democrat Minnesota. Oh. She's Minnesota. Okay, she doesn't get it. Bring, bring Al Franken back. Because Al Franken's Minnesota, too. I mean, I don't know who he is. We need a comedian who can give. He sounds like we're Al. That's weird. No, um, he was really great. What was he? I can't remember what I was watching when he was, um, when they were like interviewing the, was it Ben Carson? I don't know. But he had me cracking up and he was good. Yeah. It's, ooh. So, I mean, these new folks are coming in and like awkward. Bad. AOC. Like, look, uh, don't, and I've said, actually, we haven't really had this conversation, but so we got to be careful about over-rotating, right? Equality and equal opportunity means just that. It, it does not mean lowering the standard, right? And I need to, and I want to be very careful about this because a lot of times white people and non-black people will <laughs> play a game. Where they're like, well, you want diversity so bad, and they'll pick any old nigga off the street. They'll pick mm. any old little whatever. So you wanted it, and it could be an idiot, right? And that's not what we need. It means that you want someone who's equally qualified, equally competent, blah, 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 right? So back to what we talked about, the Kardashians and the surface mm. and all right. that stuff. Go beyond the surface. There are smart, intelligent, right. you know, capable, yeah. articulate People of color, black people who can fill all types of positions, okay? Make sure you interview them and you vet them thoroughly, but not over critically because they're black. But just make sure that you're giving them a fair chance, a fair shot like you would do anybody else, and you can get it fulfilled. What I don't like is the over rotation where it's like, I need a brown face here. (laughs) Come on. Like, don't just take like a homeless person off the street. Like, right. actually check them out a little yeah. bit. And I and I feel like we've over rotated a bit where it's like this looks great. This is a better time ad. But like, are these people the right people? Right. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So um, yeah, and I know y'all white people always feel like I'm trying to get on you, but you know you don't know these things. Gwen is trying to help you. <laughs> Listen to Gwen. Listen, Gwen is trying to help you. Yes. Because you yes. don't realize sometimes the error of your ways or sometimes how things are manifesting, right? So don't just be like, oh, this great little brown face came in and it had a cute suit on and good shoes and here you go. Like, after that, just more than looking the part. It's more right. than right. look, it's more than butt injections and more than lip, you know, injections. It's more than that, you know? Right. So stop scratching the surface and we'll see. And I think with Kamala Harris, people have questioned her too. People have said that she's put a lot of black people in jail okay, for um, nonviolent drug offenses, things like that. And the other thing people are doing is questioning her blackness, which I don't think it's fair, but uh, people are questioning her blackness. And I've seen a lot of common people have texted me and stuff saying that, they say she's not black. I'm like, why not? Like, they said she's not black because her dad's not black and her mom's Indian. Um, I'm like, okay, well, her dad is black. He's just from Jamaica. And Jamaica's not black. I, was like, I don't, now y'all look losing me. You're losing me. 
So um, I don't think anyone would look at her and think she's an Indian woman. She looks no. pretty black to me. She's she's black black. Yeah, she's like a black skin yeah. black yeah. woman. Yeah. And most people who are black, half black, half Indian, look pretty black. I, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's too brown. It's too brown. That's the yeah. thing. When two browns, because a few last time you see someone who's half Asian, half black, they be looking pretty black. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they be looking pretty black. So it's just like the black jeans real strong. They though. do, and, and plus those are brown jeans, right? Yeah. You put them in the sun, they get dark too. They just stay out of it. They get dark too. So it's like, but I don't know if that, that she's probably the most qualified out of the rest of them. If you think of Booker and more than Elizabeth Warren. Well, no. But that's not, you know, personal color. We we're talking about oh, like, okay, okay. the people of color trying to. I don't know. I I thought um I thought initially she started to she wasn't identified as black. She was not. I think that's what I heard from the beginning, and then it started to be like I don't know why people are saying that, but yeah, she no, she's like she identifies like she she said it. And she yeah. said she's like she doesn't know why people are saying that. Okay. And people are questioning her blackness, which black people do. See, now I'm questioning. Now I'm going to give black people a lecture. <laughs> Why do we always have to be our worst enemies? Why are we always picking and choosing? Oh, yeah. you black to the. You know she's fucking black. You know you got a cousin who looks like her. Why are you sitting here acting like she's not black? Why? Because yeah. she's not. You know she's not talking like re re and blah blah blah. Are the black people question it or why? No, black people. Black people. Black people. Black people. You know re re and blah blah. White people aren't like oh she black. Come on. And it's funny because nobody was really like, well, President Obama's not black. Exactly. You know? Well, Al Sharpton is. Well, I mean, Al Sharpton doesn't count. He really doesn't. Yeah, he's fine. He doesn't put him with AOC as far as I'm concerned. Well, no. Cookie Kooks. The difference is that she's relevant. He's not. Yeah. That's fine. Hopefully her relevance will expire soon. No, I mean, I'm I'm not going to say all is lost with this girl. Bless you. I'm not going to say all is lost with the scroll. I, I think she needs some coaching. She needs a handler. She needs well, she a likes, PR person. She, I think she likes her voice too much. Like she likes hearing her own stuff. Well, they're giving it to her, though. Yeah, yeah. I think she's excited. She's yeah. like, oh, I have things to say. Here's a microphone. Okay, I'm yeah. ready to go. Exactly. And they're giving it to her. You know, she's as cute. You know, like I said, West Side Story. Oh, she's like Maria, Maria. Okay, that's what she is now. Okay. And they feel like she reminds them of West Side Story. And so they're just using it and she's attractive and that's that. You know, but her whole thing about ice and da, 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 I'm like, girl, first of all, you Puerto Rican, so I really feel like you don't understand the struggle, so you should really shut up. Yeah, yeah. Um, and not that I, but I just, she just doesn't come from that place at all. Right. And just because you're Latino, you don't know. You're from a territory. Like, no, you don't yeah. know. Yeah. So um, it's more complex than what she could understand. And so she should, you know, she just needs some coaching. Yeah. And I think we can see what she can do because she, she never actually did anything like she's she has never done any results she has no results right yeah, and she yeah. will and she will never have any results because she doesn't know how to work with the other side oh well, i won't say that i mean does she want results no but you you want to be like trump blockade everything we'll Maybe see we her that's the result yeah we want i want somebody who can get stuff done yeah but who can get stuff done you got a bunch of novice people coming in with inexperience how are they going to get stuff done i don't know i don't know i mean that's the challenge when you have really I mean, obviously, we need to run. We shouldn't be here recording this podcast. We should be working on... Mm, nope, they're not taking that dirt on me. That's okay. Mm, no, that's okay. Boo, boo. This podcast, number one, is why I could never run. Yeah. So, yeah. that's number one, why I could never run. But it's... Ee. We'll see. Unfortunately, I mean, I think he's going to win again. Yeah. I, I can't say that. Unless he has a health issue. 
you know, I'm just well, saying. Like, for that. I mean, I mean, if, if he, unless he has a health issue, you know, he's older and, um, I don't know. I think a Republican like Kasich or Mitt Romney should do us a solid and run. But if he has a health issue, then we can get the other guy. What's his name? Pence? Yeah, he's scary. Yeah, we don't want Pence. Well, that's always a risk. I know. And then he keeps buying McDonald's every time they have a dinner at the damn White House. Yeah, so I mean, he's trying to kill himself and everybody. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. I mean, I don't know. We'll see if he um. Girl, it's real. I mean, America has. Ter- I mean, all I can do is like, okay, ever- America goes. It's a pendulum, right? right? So we go. We always go back and forth. Mm-hmm. You know, we swing away to that. So we've we you know we swung into this you know cold vortex of. Cheeto dust and Russian dreams, just a nightmare, really. We've just we've just gone to like a very negative place. But I'm hoping four to eight years from now. Oh god, don't say eight. I really can't. <laughs> I can't um, accept it. Well we just have four more. Four, four more years, sorry. Four yeah. Yeah, then it can go back to other but you won't see it'll take people a while to like reverse his damage. So that's what I'm saying. Yes, four to yeah. eight oh, yeah, years. Yeah, four to eight years before they can like reverse it to get it back yeah. the right way. So that is the challenge we we have right now. Um, and people just on different. And, and you know, and the thing is that people have unwavering support for him. They have not like budged on their support. It's scary, you know. It really is. They they you know, it's admirable. Too bad the Democrats are not that unified. But I get Trump's appeal. Like I get. It. What's that? Well, if he. He says whatever he wants to say. That he's a crazy person. He just does what he wants. That's appealing? Yeah, I think so. As a president? Not as a president, but I think people aspire to be that. Like, I wish I could just say all the crazy stuff I want to say and get away with it. So you need a podcast. Yeah, I mean, so is that what we're saying? So Trump needed a podcast, not the president? Probably. Just a platform. Well, I think that, you know, he, at least he's authentic. Yeah. He's a reality star, you know, that we what, want. Why is he authentic? Because he, he just has made He didn't go by the rule book. That's yeah. for sure. The whole time. And maybe there's something about that that is appealing to people who are literally rule followers and that's yeah. their whole life and their whole career. But I, I don't get why there haven't been many more outspoken Republicans who are like, this guy is crazy. Well, they're all dying. I mean, John McCain was like the last hope. Wow. But it is, but it is like a fraternity or sorority, right? They, I feel like the like they're or a gang. They're yeah, jumped they in allegiances. and and yeah, yeah. they're allegiance, and then they're not going to break that, even if it's going the wrong way. Well, re- Republicans are just smarter because they know okay, Trump is crazy, but at least he's putting conservative judges on the Supreme Court, which will have an impact longer on the nation than any president will. So they're right. just playing the game better. Yeah, but I also feel like he's also taken the Republican Party and shifted it more, what's the word I'm looking for, to, to be more extreme. So yeah. it's extreme conservatism. It's no yes. longer like a moderate Republican feel, mm-hmm. right? So, and, and, and the bizarre part about it is that he does not look or feel like the leader for their principles. Right. Here's a man who has been... Married, divorced three times, right. has some story, stormy damsels, prostitute, you know, prostitution whore, all type. His his daughter's married to a Jewish man. All type. All of these things actually do not align right. with, with these values. super conservative values. Yeah. 
So how the hell is he your but leader? I, I think with Trump, as long as he keeps the country white, it's all right. So just, he can get away with anything. Because we had a shifting demographic, and he's like, nope, nope, putting up this wall. So what happens when the wall doesn't work? So what happens when the wall bankrupts us, number one? And then two, it doesn't work because, you know, there's this funny thing called planes. Um, and also <laughs> the second thing is that the wall does not cover the entire border. Right. <laughs> it's yeah, right. it. yeah. So people but go, he's so, speaking the right rhetoric. He's saying what everybody else is too afraid to say. Are people really this dumb? I think, I think that's I what it is. Are, like, I, like he wants, people want things to believe in. Yeah. You know? So it's like, oh, yeah, this yeah. is it. This is what... A wall? And on a certain level, as long as he's getting your agenda across and completed, then you're like, cool. I don't really care what he says. As long as he signs yeah. this thing so I can get this done because I've been trying to get it done for years. But everybody else was afraid to touch the immigration issue because you get labeled a racist. Right. And he obviously and he doesn't, doesn't care. care. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. care. Right. Um, but okay, putting a wall in Mexico is not dealing with the immigration issue. That's 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 my whole thing. That would like putting a wall up, an expensive wall, is not actually dealing with the core. Where everything is misplaced, like we're talking around it. We're not we're not dealing with the actual symptom of but whatever it's a it symbol. is. It's, 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 it's symbolic, symbol. yeah. But it's it's definitely not getting to the root cause, right? So because this is my thing, so you keep the immigrants out. What I hear, you know, and, and you know, what I hear is that there are blue collar, working class, white people who a generation, two generations ago could not have a case and not have an education, work, have a decent paying job, buy a home, buy a car and live a good middle class life. And they're no longer able to do that. Okay, mm-hmm. because the jobs that used to be there that were blue collar jobs are not there anymore. They feel like their things have been outsourced uh, to other countries, Mexico, India, Asia, blah, blah, blah. The car industry burst. Some of this is coal, you know, it's fucking bullshit coal. Okay. Right. But some of this is, and they feel like foreigners have to do with that. Right. That's one piece that foreigners took their job. The companies put them ab- abroad because foreigners get, Paid nothing, right? Second piece is they feel like people are taking their jobs here. Mm-hmm. Now, I get lost on that part because the jobs that stereotypically, you know, Mexican, Central American immigrants take are menial jobs that these people don't want. Now, I have heard that, like, so for example, say, you work in a kitchen, you were a chef, blah, 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 blah. You want to go on strike because you want to get paid more. Your boss fires you and then hires a bunch of Mexicans because they're cheaper. Right. So then they feel like, okay, these people are taking my jobs. Fine. But that's also the spirit of competition in America. That's literally what America is built right. on. Yeah. So you are, some of this is displaced. Number one, you can't be mad at the people in other countries that they're not getting paid a fair wage. That's corporations who've done that. All right. Secondly, the car industry, blah, blah, blah. And I said this before, automation, technology. The reason why we're not slaves is because people are like, oh, you little brown people, we want you to be free. No, it's called a fucking cotton gin because it was much cheaper with technology to use a machine to pick cotton than to feed and clothe and bathe and all these slaves. It was just cheaper. Okay. Technology, advancement technology or what happened. And these things displace people. So it helped us. At one point, because we're no longer slaves, because that's like, cool, right? But 
also it's going all these typical jobs that came up after the industrial revolution of the factory work. The reason why we have a nine to five clock in job is because of the factory schedule, right? All of that has changed since the technology revolution, right? So the, to, you know, the industrial revolution is one thing, factory urbanization. Now we're in the next phase was computerization. Next thing is mobile. All of that changes the way work looks, the labor force is, and you're no longer going to need to do like the I Love Lucy episode where she's eating chocolate on a conveyor right. belt. Like now it's, now it's, you know, it's a machine that does everything. So the 50 people who are working there is just one person who works there in a machine. Like we got to be real about like, that's what it is. It's not children in India and in, in, in Mexico taking your jobs. But people who feel that way are not educated. Yeah, I know. They're not thinking that way. Right. Well, why is anybody telling them this? Because you can't control them. What do you mean control them? You can control the uneducated. Right. And you get their votes. Right. But and why don't we like, just tell oh, them the truth? They're like, that's genius. They're not going to believe it coming from you. And the third part is the lack of unions. People don't like unions in America, but unions kept humans having jobs. Okay? So all these, especially those Southern states and stuff, they are anti-union. But you know what? The unions, even though y'all have a lot of problems, okay, and are not really the, the pinnacle of invention here and innovation, but they do keep people employed. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, you know, the unionization has been in a steady decline for years. And so these are all the different facets. The Democrats, who's telling them? Why are they not telling them this? No, because I think the, the top 1%. Tells like the lower class whites, the uneducated whites, like, hey, you will eventually be part of the one percent on top again. Yeah, you, as long as you don't join these unions because that's socialism. You know, if you let capitalism work how it's supposed to work, then you'll eventually be in the one percent with me. Okay, but did I say it's not working? But they're white, so they're white. So since they are white, they believe one day eventually they will be in the top one percent. Yeah, they're holding on to this this white right. privilege thing. But they don't see it's not, not working. working for them. Yeah. But it but it helps control the masses. So who's gonna tell them? No one. Nobody. Yeah. The one person. Well, how can we know? Because we're black. I know what well, we see. <laughs> but who's gonna tell them? Okay, if you're white and listening, and I don't know why you would be, but if you're white, <laughs> I'm joking. I know shout out to my white listeners. If you're white and listening, like tell your family and tell your friends. Yeah, but for real. Isn't it easier to believe that you don't really have to get out there and work? That one day your white bro would just help you get that corporate job and you'll just become VP overnight and you get the shortcut. Everybody wants that dream. But are they believing that if if your dad worked, you know, putting car parts together on a factory line and you were doing, you know, there was a, a, you know, a Campbell's soup factory in, in, in Camden that closed down the whole town, shut down or Flint or wherever, you know, all these towns where, you know, steel mills, all the stuff where the company that employed the whole town left. None of y'all were VPs anyway. So why would you right, be VPs yeah. now? Like, that's not even your history. That's not even what you come from. Yeah, but from. their whiteness bonds them to this belief that eventually they'll be in the white percent on that yacht with their brother. But you've never done it. You, your, your uncle, your granddaddy, your grandpappy, they never did it. So what makes you think you're special? I don't know. There is stupid. a connection with that. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. It's just, who's going to tell them? Like, look, Google. I can never understand, like, why. Because as you know, I'm Southern. Yeah. Like, how these white Southerners are all against, like, universal health care yeah. and 
Well, they social security. I'm like, but you're you're on the same boat as like your your the black family over here. So why are you siding with like some rich corporate lawyer in New York? Because they feel the same. They're like, oh, well, we're the same, and you're not. Right. But in reality, it's like actually we have more in common. Right. Right. Correct. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And it, it's mind blowing to me. I don't think it's. I, I, I just. I, I think it's brilliant because they use racism as a tool to control poor white people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. It's it's a smokescreen. That's a smokescreen. Yeah. Right like it, it controls us physically. Right. But it controls them mentally. Right. That's another word. True, <laughs> but I mean. <laughs> well, her, oh, you know her dad's from Alabama too. Oh. <laughs> hey. It's um, and I hear you. It's I just feel like who is going to give them an Ayama moment and make them sit on their lap and hug them and be like, boo boo. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen because it helps the one percent too much. This is crazy. Someone, I don't, I don't see why you find it so. No, I just think okay. So what about the white progressives? There's other white people. Why are they not spreading the word? Well, but see, the white liberals and the white progressives. They live in Brooklyn and the cute little neighborhoods, but yeah. when they want to start busting kids in, right. they're the first ones to write letters to the Of PTA. course, I know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they're kind of, kind of so, I'm just so like, they're still a part of the same yeah. problem. Yeah, yeah. but they're, they're yeah. just more eloquent. Yeah, but they and the more savvy, right? Savvy, but they know how to get the right letters written, right, to stop like the schools from actually integration. Right. So yeah. it's just like it's just like you're joking me because yeah. I work with a lot of like. You know, people who wouldn't call themselves racist, but I don't see them going out of their way to hire like urban kids. They're all mm-hmm. hiring like their cousins or their mm-hmm. little nephews from Long Island. Right. right, right. No, it's true. I mean, yeah, it's and that's the problem with the the white progressives will talk because it's it's again scratches the surface. Like maybe you have one black friend, yeah. but when it really counts, and I always say this, and they voted you, for Obama. Do you yeah. have a yeah. black person in your true inner circle, right? Um, who's a, like family, yeah. right? Because that's real. And then what does that look like when you're working? Are you hiring? Are your is your team diverse? When you look around. Do you interact with other people? Would you even make a fair effort to hire, like, to get all the applicants Mm -hmm. instead of just resorting to nepotism? Right. Agreed. Yeah. You don't have to invite them to the barbecue, but just give everybody a fair chance. Yeah. I don't see that. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. It's it's a hard, like, if you're so progressive, where is the action with your sentiments? Yeah, like, like, what is the, you know, this is the idea of it is great. Right. Right. But like, where is the true action and manifestation right. in in reality in your everyday life? Like, how many days do you go without truly interacting with a black person right. in a non transactional way? Mm. So, transactional means that okay, the bus driver right. or someone at the cashier, blah blah blah, Starbucks, right. right? But mm. when do you actually? How often in a week or in a day do you? interact on a personal level right. at a meaningful level with a black person? That's a great question to ask any white person because they'll be like, ooh, ooh, ooh. They can't. That's the hard one. And now ask a black person, we see y'all motherfuckers all day. <laughs> we got to interact with you all the goddamn time. Yeah. It's, listen, we can't avoid you. Okay? So, you know, it's, it's a different experience. Yeah, yeah. You know, and not just on a transactional level. You know what I mean? Um, like a real personal level so that you see me as a person and not just someone who's like checking out your you know checking out your order 
or who's driving you someplace, you know, Uber driver, but you know, something, right. no one who's serving you, right. but someone who's actually interacting with you on a personal That's level, level. Um, a managerial level, right? Who, how many of your superiors are black, right? If it's not your direct line manager, any of uh, managers in other business units, stuff like that, how many people do you see who are in positions of leadership who are black? Think about yeah, that. That's a, yeah. That's a good one. Right. So I'm not, they're just, I don't know who's worse. You're right. Yeah. So we say black people on our own? We are on our own. We yeah. all we got. Yeah. Well, how but then what's happening when they when they with Chloe and everybody and Kanye when they when they they're all, you know, they've forsaken us no, for they're done. And, and Lamar and da, da, da. how are we on our own? We're we're so we don't um, them. we're so divided. How can we be on our own? I mean, we're together over here and they're over there. We're too That's fragmented. Yeah. We're too, so, so who are they with? Him. We're too fragmented. And they're the one, they're the one percent. Mm-hmm. We're too fragmented. How do we get the black community together? Oh, that's another camp podcast. We can't do yeah. that today. We're going to have to sleep on it. Yeah. Well, this is downer. Um, is there, so, so we're not ending like that. Let's think of something positive, right? So what positive thing has happened in 2019 if it has not happened yet because it's been problematic what would you like to see like what are your well wishes like new year's resolution or something 2019 I was trying to think of positives that's terrible no way that's the longest pause I was like positives okay good things I hope there's no natural disasters this year no I feel like okay Tiff and I have done stuff to advance the people yes okay we have so far this year um and i want to continue to do that i feel like we have a moment and i think a lot of times in times of crisis or when it looks really dark it is good to like make your own splint your little spark of light and i think we have and i think we can continue to do that so I feel like some good things have happened. I mean, it's been exhausting, but I do think some good things have happened this year. Uh, Black History Month had its positive sides. I'm excited about learning more about my history, throw my DNA shit, you know, genealogy stuff, connecting a lot to my elders and my family. I think that's good. Uplifting my people, uh, continuing to podcast more regularly, just, you know, you know, positive shit. That's what I'm gonna. That's what I'm gonna try to do. I think we should just think positively. We're resilient people. We are. We yeah. are. Viva la resilience. Think about positive shit. I was trying to think of positive things that didn't have to do with work, and that's why I was so silent. Because I was like, what about my real life? My yeah, yeah, life. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that is also kind of surprising. I couldn't. And my pot might become legal in New York. That's positive. Oh, okay. Well, there you go, girl. That's. Um, <laughs> I think so. For me, um, we talked a little bit about me having a business. I think a few months mm-hmm. ago. And so I'm I'm hoping that this deal comes through. It sounds good so far mm-hmm. for maybe a story about my family and my business to be turned into a television. Oh, show. how fun. So yes. good vibes yes. toward that. And yes. then I hopefully can. I definitely want to hear about more somewhere on the beach. Yeah. All right. Please tell me more. Hey, okay, so Slim, anything positive? You come to something <laughs> positive, girl. I'm going to Istanbul. Okay. Hey. Get my travel on. Okay. And just try not to kill anybody at work. 
Yeah, I know, but yeah. aren't we all trying to do that? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Yes, we're all trying to do that. Yeah. Well, so. And just, you know, you know, even though I complain, I got a lot of blessings. Yes, right? I do. Yeah. I don't have it that bad. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So. And the grand Same. scheme. Yeah. We're, yeah. yeah. We're all very blessed. Yeah. We're all very fortunate. Highly favored. Yeah. And so, you know, and we're here giving you the perspectives of different black women, not just stereotypical nonsense you see on TV and the media. Um, you know, there's no Cynthia and Portia and Phaedra here. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, we're, <laughs> we're doing good things. It's this, you for know, onward and upward yes. for the culture. For the culture. Hashtag culture. for the culture. <laughs> I, th- what is, I thought of a different title for this, but I can't remember. Um, I'll listen to it. Any thoughts on the title for this episode? It's very political. I know. I know. Um, it's more. Been all over the place. Yeah. Everything's Probably political. Just we all need a little. Yeah, but I think everything's <laughs> political. I, you can't avoid politics. Politics is a part of your personal life, how you navigate your family, how you navigate yeah. um, your work system. life. Yeah, yeah. yeah, work. Politics are always around you. It's just a question of whether or not you're recognizing that and how you navigate it. Yeah. Politico. All right, everybody, look, uh, look, I can't tell you how these things are going to go. It's also late. We're a little bit tired. We're drinking yeah, wine. Yeah. So, it, you know, that's also why it's a little bit of a downer. Next next time we shouldn't talk for so many hours. <laughs> but thank you two lovely ladies for blessing me with another oh, episode. And, of course, you're welcome back anytime. I will be harassing you at some point anyway. <laughs> um, any Anything, any shout outs, anything else? Any words to end this? All right, everybody, this has been episode 34 of Gab with Gwen, and we are out. Peace. Peace.